Hey, listen. Uh, did you know that the origins of the word Muna? I mean, there's, there's, a, there's an Aboriginal version that says place of the tree or gum tree. But back before that, it came out of Asia and it means prosperity. It means healing, prosperity, growth, peace, comfort, and hope and future. I just reckon what we ought to do is just stand and declare hope and future over Muna in Jesus' name. Support and healing and freedom and new life over Muna in Jesus' name. Amen. We just, you know, you've got to drag up the origins and drag up the roots and say, the roots say care and prosperity and healing and hope and future. Amen. And I feel like this is sort of like, phew, all that's just arrived in you. Amen. The blessing, the support, the care, the healing, the hope, the future, the prosperity has arrived in, in Muna. Because it comes in the kingdom and the house of God. Amen? Somebody say amen. Come on. I don't want to shout. I hate shouting, but it just, you know, if it's empty, the building's empty, I'll fill it. All right? Praise God. This morning, if you've got a Bible or a, a device of some description, open up to the book of Daniel. Who's heard of, the, of Daniel? Anyone heard of Daniel? Okay, but open up to the book of Daniel. And I want to look at a, a topic just sort of briefly this morning. It sort of needs a lot more than this, but we're just going to do a sort of snapshot. Um, thriving in less than ideal circumstances. Anyone ever been in less than ideal circumstances? Anyone in less than ideal circumstances? Has anyone, is anyone breathing this morning? Come on. Right across the nation, we're living in less than ideal circumstances. If you were in Victoria, you'd have another word for it. You know, and, and I just, we, we sang that song, you know, um, he's good. God is good. Even when it's tough, God is good. Even when it's bright, God is good. Amen? Even when you get up on a Monday morning and you think, hmm, could I get up tomorrow? God is still good. Amen? And Jesus said, I have come that you would have life and that life more abundant. Abundant, overflowing life. Amen? Why did he say that? Because inside of Christ and the fabric of who he is is life. Blessing, resurrection, growth, development, dynamic, supernatural power in an influence and impact. That's, his, that's who he is. And then he comes to live on the inside of a believer and he says, I want to, what's got to come out of you is life and that life more abundant. Amen? Joy and freshness. And, and you think, that's all right for him to stand up there and say that this morning. You don't know where I am. I've been where you are. I'm 57. Nearly 58. This is, I'm in my prime. Somebody say amen. amen. These are my best years. And, and uh, I want to encourage you that, that God wants us to thrive in any circumstance, in any situation, in anything we're, we're, we're involved in or whatever's happening. If something's failing, going down the toilet and God puts you in there, the reason he puts you in there is not to be miserable with everybody else, but to bring life and that life more abundant, to bring hope and to bring peace 
and to bring a sense of hope and future into that circumstances, into that family, into that city, into that town, into that street. Amen? Yes, yes or no? Come on. Hey, listen, we had this great idea through when we were in um, that sort of the crazy time in Burnie when we were in lockdown. We just said as a leadership, what are we going to do that, that just not, is not lockdown but unleashes something? And so we said, let's just get as much money together as we can and, and we'll just go around businesses that are open and we'll just buy vouchers and buy food and buy whatever we possibly can and tell the people who, where we are, what we're doing and we're here to invest in you because we love you and we're praying for you as a church. Some people said, this is insanity. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's God's money. We said, yes, it is. Amen. The big-hearted... Christ that put his life and everything on the cross can spare a few dollars for Bernie. Amen? And so for weeks we spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars just going up and down the streets and we go, oh, that door's open. Let's go in. Hey, listen, we got $300 worth of vouchers, please. This lady says, $300 worth of chocolate is a lot of chocolate. So this is a great investment. Chocolate's a great investment. Amen? And, and so we, and we went up here, we went here, we went to cafes and, and every place we could find, just hundreds of dollars worth of vouchers. And, and, and then we had this pile of vouchers. And then Heather and I did this Thursday night thing called, I don't know what it was, a chat or whatever on Thursday night. And we just, I told the worst jokes and stuff and Heather made sense. And, and any night that Heather wasn't on, nobody watched. <laughs> and, and so we just, but we just gave this stuff away. And people were like, and they're you know, coming on Facebook in the stream and, oh, who are you people? This is beautiful. And we're just like, okay, let's keep investing, investing, investing. Now, a lot of those shops know there's a church down there on the corner that cares about their future. Yeah. Amen? It's, it was less than ideal, but how do we thrive? And how do we bring thriving to the community in the midst of the greatest challenge that our state has ever seen? Yeah. You better believe it. And, 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 you know, and you think, and people go, oh, look. Oh, we're recovering. You know why we're recovering? Because of praying churches and a faithful God and generosity coming out of the kingdom and being invested and sown into the lives and into the shops and into the hearts and families and streets. And we just, we, we walk streets. Oh, God, do something. We had a helicopter flying overhead with a spotlight looking for us. <laughs> What is this? We just kept praying and walking the streets and buying their vouchers and buying, and then all of a sudden, as we reopen, flourishing begins to happen. I was talking to one real estate guy the other day. He's the number one real estate person salesman in Bernie. He said we cannot get a sign up without a sold sticker on it before we put it in the ground. Another guy who's a part of our church, wonderful guy, great salesman, he said he will be up $50,000 this year in commissions. Now, that's a lot of money. Yes or no? So I'm saying, so if you want to get into real estate, I won't tell you anything, but he said, I'm up 50 grand this year. Who would believe it? Our son and his wife, they've got a building company. They, they They have... screaming for tradies. Currently have 35 houses coming up out of the ground around Bernie. One building company. 
can't get where do we get plumbers where do we get why because god god wants to show off and the darker the backdrop the brighter grace shines yes or no we've got to believe this stuff Otherwise, see, if we don't believe it, we believe that we are just on the earth to use the air up, hang on till Jesus comes back. I want to go now. Take me now. Beam me up, Scotty. Because it's a waste of time. It's not. We are strategically in Moona. We are strategically in Burnie. We are strategically in Alveston or Launceston or Strawn or wherever it is. You know, we do, I thank God that we've come out of an era as churches and Christianity where unless you were traveling to China or India, you weren't doing anything i grew up i grew up in, as a christian in that era oh you're not oh 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 you're not going anywhere this year <laughs> and I, I just happened to believe that i was born on the northwest coast and that this god had something great that he would do through me that might save bernie people that might heal bernie people or people from smithton or people from alverston or devonport that just might have put me there for a reason Amen? He just might have planted this church in Moona. You think, oh, wow, how random was that? Stop it. God's been planning this move before he created Jupiter. Before he put Saturn in place, he had this church being planted in Moona. Amen? Why is that? So that, 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 that deep in the roots, that prosperity and blessing and healing and hope and future that's in the roots of the name Muna would finally get a, a chance to express itself through your church in Muna. Amen? Come on. I just reckon that God's got enormous things on his mind. Amen? And it involves you. And every prayer you pray and every declaration you make, I love it as we'll leave, but let them worship that. You know, let's declare it. Let's declare it. Let's open the doors and speak it. I just, I just, I talk a lot. And, and I just, I've got to be really careful about what I say. And I want to say, well, I want it to count. As I'm walking up the street, amen, come on. As you walk, anyone walk up the street? As you're walking up the street, make the words count. Just, you know, pretend you, I often pretend I'm sort of just shifting something on my shoe and I put my hand on the glass of a shop and there's nobody in there. Oh, I'm thinking like, Jesus, fill this shop. Amen. Jesus, do something great. We go to the next one. And, you know, and people, and people watch it and think, this guy's out of his mind. That, that's, it's okay to be out of your mind as long as you're in Christ's mind. And that is to bless and to heal and to bring life and, and encouragement and stir faith. Wherever you and I go. Amen? Praise God. Anyone heard of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Can somebody put their hand up? Come on. Online. Have you heard of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Come on. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think his worth is about 500 million. His influence is about 50 times that. Right across the earth. He's the most celebrated bodybuilder of all time. And I think, God, what does that matter? You've got to look and say, how did it all start in less than ideal circumstances? He grew up in Austria. He had an abusive father 
who favoured his older brother, celebrated the older brother, ignored Arnold. He was, he was abused. What we would call, he says now, what we would call chargeable abuse came in his family. A little town in Austria. His father joined the Nazi party and, and was accused of all sorts of things. At 20, Arnold wins Mr. Universe from less than ideal circumstances. Somebody say amen. Have you ever heard of chicken soup for the soul? Put your hand up, please, if, you, if you've heard of chicken soup for the soul. I mean, it's the worst title of a book you've ever heard. Let's be honest. Chicken soup for the soul. It's a, but it's a collection of positive stories, great outcomes, things that went well, things that ended well, things the journey of people. And these guys, I think it's Jack Canfield and a guy named Mark, someone, got together and they said, why don't we put a collection of these, these stories together and put it in a book? So they did. And do you know they went to 130 publishers and every one of them laughed these guys out of the office. 130 knockbacks. I only got 15 from Heather when I asked her to go out with me. <laughs> 15 times she said, are you serious? <laughs> These guys, 130 publishers said, no, get out of the office. You guys have lost it. Their pub, their one, and their manager eventually said, sorry guys, I'm not going to be involved. And the manager walks away, 130 knockbacks. That's less than ideal. Anyone with me on that? Less than ideal. Now, the, the income from, from chicken soup for the soul is nearly $600 million. 500 million copies have been sent around the earth. And the roots were less than ideal circumstances. Amen? Can I encourage you? Daniel, if you look at Daniel, Daniel chapter 6, we have that slide please, it'd be great. Daniel chapter 6, verse 28, look at what it says. So Daniel prospered, thrived, increased and developed during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. These were cruel, godless kings. Daniel was in a less than ideal set of circumstances. Let me tell you what these kings do. If you don't agree with legislation, they burn you. If you don't agree with government policy, we put you in a furnace and we cook you. We're living under a wonderful government. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. We have a, you've, got to, you've got to look through the history, biblical history, and then you've got to look at, at Peter Gutwin and say, thank you, Jesus. Yes or no? Wonderful man. Pray for him. Even if he's not your favorite, pray for him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless everything that he's about. Amen? Because he's far, 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 far removed from these guys. <laughs> Daniel prospered, thrived. That's what the word means. Increased and developed during the reign of these guys. He was living in less than ideal circumstances and he prospered, the Bible says. Anyone know that the Bible tells the truth? Anyone online? I want to encourage you, the Bible tells the truth. Amen. He prospered in less than ideal circumstances. I believe God's got that plan for you and I. And we think, why does it happen this way? Why did that? Why, why are we? Let me tell you, why is the wrong question when things are tough? 
what is the right question? What, God, are you teaching me? What, God, can I do to position my life to be part of the solution in less than ideal circumstances? Amen? You are the solution. You are the light and the salt, Jesus said. He said, I've left you on the earth as the solution to every problem, the answer to every question that the earth has got. Do you feel special yet? You've got to feel special because God has had a special assignment, a special calling, a special gifting for every person in the place and everyone online. Can you say amen? How did Daniel thrive? Anyone like to know the how? Do you ever read God's Word and think, how? Have you ever read read God's Word and gone, well, that is completely impossible? You know what? You're right when you say that. Because without the power of God's Spirit working in and through your life, it's impossible. But all things are possible with God. With man, these things are impossible. With God, all things are possible. Can you say amen? Do you love that God doesn't have any grey? There's nothing in between those two verses. It's sort of like, oh, you know, sometimes it'll be, it'll be again, and then it'll be, and then, you know, I'm an 80%, I'll fix that 80%, I'll do that 63%. There's just nothing, is there? There's nothing in the middle. It's either, with man all things are, it's impossible, with God all things are possible. Amen? It's possible to thrive in any situation you and I find ourselves in. How did, how did this guy do it? Anyone like the how? Somebody love the hell. Right, the next one, please. That'd be great. Here we go. Boom. Next one. would be great. Boom. <laughs> Turn with me to Daniel 1, verse 8, if you've got whatever you've got there. And, and I'll tell you what it says in, in Daniel 1, verse 8. It says, Daniel purposed himself to not get involved in the food and the behavior and the lifestyle that was going on around him. We had great food at a great restaurant last night. You couldn't, just could You had to get involved. We actually purposed ourselves to eat. But Daniel, it was a man of purpose, a person of purpose. I want to encourage you. You and I are born with purpose, and that purpose is ignited the day we come to Christ. That purpose, boom, something happens. The lid comes off. So I haven't felt that. Well, you don't have to feel it to know it because it's real. Daniel purposed himself. He's a man of purpose. He purposed himself. To not get sucked in, drawn in, drawn... Who's, who, anyone heard anything negative over the last three or four months? <laughs> do, you know, do you know when this all first started, uh, there was a guy came on one of the current affairs shows one night and, and he, he's an expert in economics and he said property in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne will drop 33% in the next six months. Do you know, up until a fortnight ago, it had dropped 0.002. And now it's on the rise. You can live in the opinion, or you can live in the power. We can live in the opinion or the Word of God. God does not have suggestions. He has instruction. He has leadership and destiny and purpose for every single life. Daniel said, but, you know, I want you to wake up tomorrow and get out of your bed and say, I am a person of purpose. In the name of Jesus, purpose is on me. 
Hallelujah. Come on, I want you to say that. And if we went into 1 Samuel and, uh, and, and chapter 17, who's ever heard of David and Goliath? David is a young man, somewhere around 14 to 16, and he's about to confront a nine foot six giant who's incredibly trained and powerful warrior. And David, as a boy, says, let me at him. His brother says, David, you're a fruitcake. The king says, you don't have what it takes. As he moves towards the battle with Goliath, the, all, the, all the voices are opinions. They're internet news. They're magazines bringing, impregnating with negativity. Can somebody say amen? And here's the deal. If you study this out, you'll find this. That the nation of Israel had stalled. Everything had come to a close, readying for the, for the battle with Goliath. Does it sound familiar? Come on, right now. We have been through a stall. The nation of Israel had stalled. The army had stalled. The king had stalled. Everything had stalled. Down in the crowd is a young boy. Down in the crowd is your church. And come on. Down in the crowd is Bernie City Church. Down in the crowd is Hillsong. Down in the crowd is C3. Down in the crowd with a voice that says, give me an opportunity and I'll bring this guy down. Amen. We will restart the nation with our faith, with our prayer, with our purpose and our destiny that's deep down inside of us. A little boy. This is a real story. This is not a little Red Riding Hood. This, is a re- this really happened. A boy stood up to a giant and a nation that was ready to gobble up Israel. And he says, this is as far as you go. You know what he says to his brother? He says, is there not a cause? Is there not a purpose on my life and on this army and on this church and on this connect group and on this youth group? Come on. And on the kingdom of God. Is there not a cause? It's to restart the nation by prayer and faith and declaration and bringing down Goliath. Amen. You You see, it's a perfect picture of where we are today. The nation had stalled and the heart starter and the reboot in Australia is through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's through declaring the goodness and the power of God in the midst of less than ideal circumstances. Amen. I can tell you're excited about this. Come on. You've got to journey with me. Amen. You've got to come with me on this. Heaven is listening to how we respond to God's word. It is. Next one, please. He, Daniel, Daniel chapter 2 and verse 28. Daniel was a man of humility. Humility. See, Jesus said, humility answers everything. Opens every door in heaven. We're not talking about, I'm a nobody, I'm a fish or a worm. That's not humility. Here's what humility is. Humility gets up every day and says to God, oh God, I need you. Oh Jesus, I need 
the word and the power of your spirit in my life. And humility says, what's your name? Carla. Humility says, Carla, we need you. We need your passion. We need your gifting. We need your calling. We need your beautiful smile. We need your amens. Wait, good. What's your name? Dale. Dale. Dale, we need you. See, you know what? You know what? I just think we need to do more of this in church. Yeah. We're going to say, Dale, look at you, you beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm not supposed to touch him, am I? I did hand sanitize just, re- just last week. And, and it says, what's your name? Maria. Maria? Sister Maria, Maria, look at you. We need you. We love you. We want you in our world. You're precious in this church. We love what you bring. You might think, I don't bring anything. But you look around, people are going to start to look, okay, what does Maria bring? Come on. I don't care what your name is, but we need to, we need to turn to Jesus every morning and say, Jesus, I need you. I need your power. I need your spirit. I need your calling. I need your destiny. I need your gifting. Dave, we need you. Oh, I need you. I need you, Maria. Need you, Dale. Need you. Can somebody say amen? amen. I think, because I think this, I think that the season that we're in, God is building us, we said earlier, God is, God is showing us that we cannot do life alone. And he's making sure that we hated isolation to such a degree that we'll make friends with anybody. <laughs> somebody say Amen. What happened with Daniel was this. Daniel was called in. The king had some dreams. And it was about the future of the nation. Like this wasn't just, you know, I dreamt a bottle cap fell off the bottle and a potato rolled down the floor. It was a, the king's dream. Well, I hear those kinds of dreams all the time. And, and the king dreamt this thing about the future of the nation. And he gets all his magicians and all his astrologers and all his, all his mean guys come in. And they, can't, they don't know what the dream's about. And so they called Daniel. And do you know what? If you read the passage around it, you'll find Daniel doesn't mention himself not once. He says, the God who reveals secrets has spoken to your heart, great king. And he will reveal, I think he was buying a bit of time, actually. I think he was trying to think, Jesus, what are you saying? You know? And, and, he, just, and he, says, he says, the God who reveals secrets speaks to the heart, reveals mysteries has spoken to you in a dream. And he will bring that interpretation. And right at the end, after Daniel brings the interpretation of the dream, he mentions himself at the end, not at the start. Have you ever been in a conversation that goes like this? I'm person one. Person one. Hey, I was walking down the street the other day and I looked at the shop down in the main street of Moona and the other person says, I know. And, and you say, and you wouldn't believe it. We, we went fishing right up. We went right up to the mountains and I caught this trout. Oh, yeah, you reckon that one was good. Should have seen the one we got. Have you ever had those conversations? And that is, you see, we often have conversations out of insecurity and one-upmanship. And it's just being a human. Welcome to the planet. I spent most of my life doing it. You know, oh, well, I, I, I caught a bigger one. Oh, you, we got back from Hobart to Burning in three hours and 20 minutes. So what? We got back in three hours and 19. Have you ever had those conversations? They go on all the time. And you see, it's about opinion. Daniel didn't go there. 
He's, he lived and he got up every morning and said, Jesus, I need you. He got up and said, Dave, I need you. I need you. I need you in my world. And when it was time for Daniel to shine, he put the spotlight on God. He said, the God who spoke to you, the God who reveals, the God will speak. Amen? Let's, let's be people that know how to bring Jesus front and centre when it comes to everything in life. Come on. When it comes to everything in life, Jesus, we want you front and centre. We're going to, hey, I won't go there, but do you know the story of the alabaster box? And the lady breaks open the box and, 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 and the fragrance fills the room. Everybody else in the room was doing their thing and that girl was bringing glory to Jesus. They said, where's the fragrance coming from? Oh, where Jesus is. Where's the life come from? Oh, where Jesus is. Where's the healing come from? Oh, where Jesus Oh, man, you've got a powerful healing gift. Oh, man, you can prophesy. Oh, yeah, you're right. You go, yeah, yeah, I know. We've been developing that gift. Or, oh, man, you see that healing. A person, yeah, we give Jesus all the glory. Amen. Oh, we just welcome in the Holy Spirit every moment we can. And uh, listen, let's everybody lay hands on the sick. Well, not now, but uh, when we into the future. Amen. So that so that Jesus is front and center. That's what that's what that's what Daniel kept doing. Kept bringing God front and center. Didn't have an opinion about anything. You know what? The devil laughs at our opinions. But he shakes and shudders and trembles when we declare the word of God. Amen? I can tell you're excited about that. Come on. Come with me on that. Number three. We've got to move quickly. Daniel was a person of prayer. You know what? There's, a, there's been thousands and thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of hours debating and discussing Corona. Discussing this and discussing that. The answer to the problem in Daniel's day and how he thrived as a man of God under less than ideal circumstances is still the answer in August 2020. It's prayer. It's people seeking God. He says, I'm a rewarder of those who diligently seek. Can I encourage you? Can we, can we talk about things a lot less and do a lot more agreeing in prayer where two or three or more are gathered together in my name? There I am in the midst.